sure you can hear me. Let's get stupid. Today's more that what the camera Wednesday hump day is what it is. He is head coach Sean of the Payton. You know, during his time here, he was a advocate. The players getting all of their money that they wanted. Something interesting that Scott Prather brought up in our conversation. Background 1230. CD Deuce was mentioned early in those trade talks when they were trying to get to Sean Watson. His guaranteed contract causing issues with other people wanting their contract because the other team owners are going, they did what? 800-998-1003. Want to get quickly to the phone lines here as well. Uptown Ruler, give me your best two, three minutes and we'll get to Brad. Got some sound to get to and more phone calls. So how are you today, Uptown Ruler? What you got, bud? I'm doing fine. Uh What I call for is this. Why don't they uh, raise other people's contracts uh, to make it equal on the field? But they don't, you know, I don't know what's wrong with the NFL. The NFL is supposed to equal equal everybody's contract, well, don't no, they? No. I mean, what, what do you mean by equal? I mean, you're, you're not going to play everybody top I mean, dollar if they're not the best of their position in certain position groups are going to be valued differently, right? Quarterbacks, receivers, top defensive players like defensive linemen that sack the quarterback, they're going to make more. Aaron Donald's not going to make the same um, as an interior D lineman of another team that's not getting sacks and changing the outcome of the game. And that's why, Uptown yeah. Ruler, hear me out, this is why, per Tom Palesero, CD's agent, quote, strategically maneuvered this move to make him a safety, not a slot corner, so he can make more money. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't... So, he's going to Philadelphia. Going to Philadelphia you know to that's start the, as that's a safety. The, that's the third player we didn't trade to Philadelphia. Really, we let one go. We let the running back go. He went to Philadelphia. We went, uh, Malcolm Payton, Malcolm, Malcolm went, Malcolm Jenkins went to, uh, to Philadelphia. And so did, uh, what's that other one? Sproles. He was, a, he was a, like a running back. Huh? Sproles? Yeah, Darren Strohs. Yeah, we let him go to Philadelphia. So, I mean, I mean, what is it about Philadelphia? Well, now you can't forget Ian Book too. He he's been claimed by the Eagles. Oh, he's been oh, he's been claimed by yeah, the Eagles. Don't now? worry though. Like, he's not he's not gonna be there long enough until uh, he divulges the entire Saints offense, and then they'll give him a gift card of chicken and peach to get some of those seasoned crab fries, and then that's on the way to the airport. <laughs> that's <laughs> just just telling you, wow. you got a little intel for me and Book. Look, man, that's um, it, it look I. I think it boils down to what Scott's saying, and, and the more you look at it, based off the players speaking yesterday, they're confident in the locker room, they care about the locker room, they think they got the talent and the depth there, and, you know, if if he, for lack of a better phrase, was going Jimmy Graham, I, I think they'd seen that movie before, and they're like, you know what, if you don't want to be here for that reason, or the right reason, and the right reason is about the team. Again, I played the Dennis Allen bite yesterday, and what you said, I will let you be who you are, as long as it's within the framework of the team. And if he felt and the organization felt that it was going to continue, it wasn't going to end, 
after his hold in, then that's what they saw fit. I think it's been something going on between him and, uh, well, really, I think it was something going on between him and Sean Payton. That's why Sean Payton took his side when he hit, when he heard, uh, what was his name? Uh, the Michael wide Thomas receiver. situation. Yeah. Look, like I said, um, yeah, Thomas. Look, I, 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 I think up as it's well. been he, something going on. Look, uh, well, Sadie Deuce was part of the schedule release video. So I, I think his hold in precipitated this. I mean, I, it's what, what, what this was. Thank you for the phone call, man. I want to get to the rest of, uh, All the right. callers. Appreciate it. Good hearing from you. Uptown ruler. Brad, thank you for calling the sports hangover. How are you? And, uh, I want to talk about the caller that you just had before Uptown Ruler. I don't know why people want to just keep separating everybody. The dude was cut because uh, traded because he was a locker room problem. It's nothing to do with race. There's 69%. I'm, I'm on a website right now. There's 69% African Americans in NFL. So the majority of the of uh, situations is going to be African American. It's not because he's black. Jimmy Graham got paid, but he was a locker room problem. He got traded. The great Drew Brees. I don't know if you remember the contract negotiations yeah, they had with him, yeah. where Drew Brees was holding out. He's the best player in the franchise history. It's not about skin color. Why can't we all just get along and forget about stuff like that, man? It's not about race. Let's love each other instead of dividing. Mm-hmm. I'm good, guys. I'll talk to you later, man. There Thank he goes. You. Thank you for the phone call, Brad. 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Again, I'm open to any and all opinions. Give them free. I will uh, I will hear them, and we can discuss that. Again, it's, it's, it's interesting, though. This move has created the kind of energy that it has. A lot of people related, enjoyed CD Deuce. And again, I keep going to that word trust that Scott brought up, though. It worked in the Saints' favor. Most of the time, right? Getting under player skin. Can, can that get old? We just had a caller bring up, Uptown Ruler, about the altercation. That was a couple years ago with Michael Thomas. I mean, I don't think that that's an issue now. But, you know, can, can that get old in the locker room? Can that cost you a game? We're seeing it right now in its immediacy. Could there be something to, you know, we're going on four or five years here, and I just, I don't know the fuse that we're going to have on this player. That, that's just the logical way to look at this. Because he is a starter. Because he was productive. 800-998-1003, all the lines are lining up. Uh, want to hear from you guys on this. And Buddy will answer your phone calls here and put you on. Coming up, with the next two segments, Ralph Marlboro will chime in quickly. Maybe we'll cut our guest time to five or six minutes or so instead of the full ten so we can hear from you guys out there. Uh, as to how you feel about not only the first 53, but the discussion we're having right now here as well. One of the things that Honey Badger spoke about yesterday was... He was asked, would he be in the slide? Listen to what he had to say. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done those things in the past. Uh, obviously, if 
you know, coach, you know, uh, you know, if he wants to put me there, you know, I'm more than willing to, you know, throw my hand in the pile. Um, but, you know, we got guys like Roby, you know, PJ Williams, guys that have already been in this system for a while that kind of know the ins and the outs of it. You know what I mean? So, uh, to, to a real fine detail. So, uh, you know, like I said, I think, um, you know, no matter what one of those guys, you know, step in, uh, I think those guys would be a, a good look for us. And, and Roby's a guy that I kind of brought up yesterday. A little bit on there here as well. Sounds like we got a caller. Who's this, man? Thanks for calling the show. Russ Bank Rick. What's up, Russ Bank Rick? What you got, buddy? Hey, I was just calling because uh, your guest said, uh, you know, nobody wasn't, just seemed like they were too upset about it. I was upset. I mean, of course I'm going to get over it, but I didn't, I didn't want to be to leave. And, cause my thing is, I like the people that was behind him, but we knew what kind of uh, starting lineup we had, mm-hmm. and to me, it's just with the attitude that he had, that's something you can't really replace with what everybody has said. But um, I understand the business, but that don't mean I like it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm just looking to see if uh, I guess Roby gonna be able to pick up the slack of what uh, CJ was doing, but he won't bring the same kind of attitude where he's intimidating players. And, I mean, this is the same guy that intimidated uh, um, our star quarter, star uh, receiver. And they got into stuff. <laughs> right. um, but the other caller uh, reminded me, you know, they also had Robinson that went to the Eagles. That was a slot corner, mm, too, as well. That's right. So I'm just wondering if we're just making a bad decision. Well, uh, good decision we just have to like I said, man, when, when, you know, I, I'm not – saying it's sort of like, you know, LeBron and his agent, but to me, I, I just, I keep replaying the Palesero comment in my head, you know, that when he spoke to CD's agent, this was a strategic move. That That's that's a specific word, right? Strategic. That means there was strategy behind everything. There was strategy behind perhaps how he acted, perhaps how he held in, and there was clear strategy to where to go. And, you know, and we had a caller earlier. We'll send him to the Colts. Well, you know, again, I'd, I'd send him to the Jags if he was making my locker room a mess and I didn't want him to compete against me. But do they want a safety? So how many teams wanted a starting safety? I mean, I was surprised to hear that report from Palesero that they were, that they were going to make him the starting safety. You know, I mean, that, that means like right now, this second, he's walking in to be a starter. I mean, I mean they play a game in what, 11 days, 10 days. But this is the only thing I can say. I didn't hear that he was a locker room problem until he wanted money. So that's, that's all well, I was going right. <laughs> Now I hear you, man. Thank you for the phone call, bud. 800-998-1003. Matt, can you give me 60 seconds so I get to the break so I can get to Ralph, man? But I want yeah, to give you your time. Go ahead. I got buddy. you, man. This is real quick. This yeah. is just something I noticed going back to Sean Payton and Doug Peterson. You know, they seem to have a pretty good relationship. And if you look at the league, Certain teams have good working relationships with other teams, and it seems like that's us and the Eagles. I mean, it could be, you know, to meet up down the road. Who knows? But it's just that's my opinion on it. And, you know, Gardner Johnson was going to cost us a lot of money pretty Mm -hmm. soon. So I think there's good depth there. And, you know, we just have a good relationship with that team. But I don't think it's the greatest idea to keep sending them people, you know. But that's all I got, man. I'm going to hang up and listen. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. Quick break. We come back. Ralph Marlboro will get his thoughts here as well. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans.
Huddle up, people. It's time for the Caesars Sportsbook Report. First things first, your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook. It's on Caesars, up to $1,250. Download the app and use the promo code RADIOFULL and then place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If not, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. Not sure what to place your first bet on? No worries, we have plenty to dive into. This weekend, the Los Angeles Dodgers host the San Diego Padres for a three-game series. Game three goes down Sunday night on the national stage. The Mets are home for a three-game series against the Nationals, while the Yankees hit the road to face the Rays. And this Sunday, it's the Louisiana kickoff. FSU against LSU at the Caesars Superdome. And with Caesars Rewards, every bet you place brings you closer to redeeming the type of perks only Caesars can offer. Tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. Open to new users in Louisiana who are 21 or older, not available in prohibited parishes. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. If qualifying bet loses, better amount return as a credit. Must use within 14 days. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Caesars Sportsbook, the only app with Caesars Rewards. Download it. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 3 and 2 stall restroom air-conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Got literally seven minutes before Ralph Marlboro goes into a meeting and make millions of dollars. That saves forecast. Way to follow him over on Twitter throughout the season. WWLTV.com. We will have his column as well. Let's get right to it, Ralph. Good afternoon. How are you? Your thoughts on the CD trade? Because Saints fans, some understand it, some don't. There's a lot of energy. No, here's, that's for sure. Here's the comparison that I think is very similar. He is. I think it's kind of like the Brandon Cooks trade, and not in the compensation, right? Because he got a, the Saints got a first-round pick for him. But I think it's very similar in this way, in that the Saints decided that they weren't going to pay Brandon Cooks, right? And they were like, we're not paying him, so we're trading him. And we were like, it'll be fine. Sean Payton will figure out the offense. Drew Brees will figure out the offense. It'll be fine on offense. I think we're kind of in the same spot on the defense. We're like, yeah, we love CD and he's good, but they're voted at defensive back. Dennis Allen will figure it out. They have Dennis Allen. He's been the defensive coordinator since 2016. They have maybe the best secondary coach in the NFL and Chris Richard's co-defensive coordinator. I think they can figure it out. The thing that's so difficult with CD, and I'm as guilty as anyone, is Mm -hmm. it's really hard to separate his on-field play and the fact that he's a mean god. Like He gave us so many memories, Gus. I mean, he kicked the Falcon side. He got Two different bears thrown out of game. He taunted Tom Brady with that that historic and, and memorable that gift that will live forever, right? Of his arms folded. And remember, in that playoff game against the Bears, the Bears took time out 
from their preparation for the game plan, and every day we're like, remember, these taunts people. Don't let him get under your skin. He's a menace. Don't let him do it. And they, they harped on it every single day, and he still got a dude thrown out of the game, Anthony Miller. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> that, is a, that, is, that is trash talking on, like, Michael Jordan, Babe Ruth level. And it's just so fun. That like we know that like if the Saints are winning, having CD around makes it more fun, and that's why we're sad. And I get that fans are like, "What?" Yeah. But at the same time, like once the contract, once it got acrimonious and he wasn't hey, talking yo, to coaches, yeah, like once it got acrimonious and he wasn't talking to coaches, like it was a wrap. Like he yeah. had to go, and yeah, and, yeah. and and it speaks. You can't do that, no doubt about it. Um, got four minutes now, sir, so I want to quickly do this rapid-fire mode. Let's go. Um, who plays the slot? I think it's going to be a mix of P.J. Williams and, Alante, and they like Alante Taylor and Roby. I think it's going to be a mix depending on the matchup. You know, if they want, do they want a guy that they need to be more physical? Do they need a guy that's better in coverage? I think it's going to be a mix. I think it's going to be okay. And remember, Honey Badger can play the slot, too. Gus, he did it a ton at Kansas City. Like I think they're gonna. I I think it's gonna be the Saints secondary is gonna be Dennis Allen mixing and matching the pieces to try to get weird and confuse people uh, every week. What do you say to people that can't get over Traquan Smith's on the roster and not Kirk Merritt, even though he was signed to the practice squad today along with Dejon Dixon? I think the thing with Traquan Smith that's really hard for Saints fans to grasp is that. He's more valuable to the Saints than like any other team because he's a really good blocker and he can play multiple positions. And I know Saints fans are probably listening; they're screaming at the radio, "But he's terrible!" Absolutely. But like the Saints <laughs> feel like he's a dependable guy, and if they needed him to play, it's it's not a Kenny Stills level disaster. It can be okay. And having him being able to block and play a bunch of positions makes him valuable. And listen. I think Merritt's going to get playing time for the Saints this year. And the thing that I always make fun of people, the Saints is, we, they always freak out. They're like, there's no way this guy's going to clear waivers. Well, there's no way. And 99 times out of 100, the dude clears waivers, and it's fine. And Merritt cleared waivers. He's on the practice squad. It's fine. He's going to have a role. He's going to have, like, a redshirt year. It's fine. Calm down about the cut. And finally, sir, um, I'll get your overall thoughts on this, but I mean, come on, you, you gotta agree with me, right? You got to. There's only one reason the Philadelphia Eagles signed Ian Book, right? I mean, this is not even a conspiracy theory. I mean, they, there is only one reason they signed Ian Book. Intel. And what, and what would that reason be? Intel. To gain intelligence. <laughs> they gave him a pen and a notepad, and they said you got hours before you were Put back on the flight out of town. I mean, I they want, want to yeah, know yeah. everything about the Saints' offense. CD's going to tell them everything about the Saints' defense. I want, I want four thousand words. I want an eighty-point power <laughs> PowerPoint presentation, eighty slides. Yes, get it done, Ian. Yeah. Um, the the thing that would have been funny though, if if the Eagles wanted Ian Book, the thing that would have made the CD trade even more funny and and <laughs> outrage people more would have been like the Saints. Just like throwing Ian Book in the trade, like it's CD, <laughs> like CD, Ian Bag Book, bag of bangs, yeah, and Ian like, Book, just, just for giggles. Like Nicky Loomis, you missed a chance for like 
great comedy, and I'm and I'm sad. That's poor. That's poor general managing on Mickey Loomis' part. Because you could have just thrown Ian Book right in that trade, and it would have been we would have been laughing and guffawing for days. I mean, really, it's, right? Because essentially, they, they valued a seventh round pick over Ian Book because <laughs> we we yeah. gave them a seventh round pick. They could have just thrown him in too, like right. like like I think like if Ty Rosen would have just mentioned it, it'd be like, "What about Ian Book?" Mickey Loomis would be like, "Sure, yeah, take him." Yeah. Like you want, like a, it's like a, it's like a, when you're at a, when you're at a garage sale and, and you're buying something and, and you see something else and you're like, Hey, what about that wooded owl that's missing an eye? How much for that? And they're like 25 cents and they just shrug. You know, I think that's, I think that's what it was with Ian Book. Poor Ian Book. Now, uh, turn states, state secret witness. Um, all right, man. Uh, go do what you got to do next Wednesday. It's Falcon Hate Week. I expect you to be in top form. I That's want right. hatred. I want. I mean, I just want obnoxious, obnoxious commentary I, next Wednesday. Real, real quick, Gus. My preview for WWL is straight fire. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. One of my favorite season previews I've ever written. It's like two thousand words, but I'm going at the nerds and all the people that are doubting the Saints, and it's okay. it's one of my one of my most favorite previews I've ever I've ever done. It'll probably publish like next Monday or Tuesday. But uh can't wait to talk to you again next Wednesday. Falcon hate me. It's almost here. Right. WWOTV.com slash what? Oh, you hung up. Just look up WWOTV.com. It'll be on there. Um, yeah, he had a meeting to go to, so I had to let him go before one thirty. Coming up, Jack Collado will give his thoughts here as well. So you heard him say, whether it's the Honey Badger or others, and, you know, mixed in. Nick Underhill, New Orleans football. This just in, he's in on a couple of things. He, he, when he put out his first 53 yesterday, meaning like everyone that he knew had made the team, he had Justin Evans in the slot. Here's Honey Badger on Justin Evans yesterday. Yeah, man, he's a gamer. He, he's a gamer, man. Um, you know, I think that's one thing I've, I've noticed, you know, about him. You know, when those lights come on, you know, no moment is really too big for him. Um, you know, obviously he hasn't played ball in a while, but, you know, I think that that tenacity, you know, that spirit, um, you know, I think it's still in there. And, um, you know, it's good to see. I think Bradley Roby in the six interceptions is another candidate to maybe go into that. D.A. yesterday after practice? Yeah, I think he's way more comfortable right now um, than where he was. Uh, well, obviously at this time last year he wasn't even here. But, um, um, yeah, I think he's – I think specifically um, – you know, he's done a really good job on the outside. Uh, there's There's been some real good competition at the corner position. And uh, he's a guy that we feel extremely confident that we can put in the game and, and, and execute at a high level. And Matthew was asked about Roby specifically, what he brings to the defense. I mean, he does a lot of things well. You know, uh, you know, obviously he's one of those guys that, you know, um, he has a knack for making a big play and not just catching the intercept. You know, um, he can take it to the house too, so – you know, he's comfortable playing outside, inside. Um, you don't really see that from a lot of guys. You know, some guys like to be either outside or inside. Um, I think having a guy, you know, uh, of his caliber that, that's more than willing to, to, to go inside and play, you know, uh, especially on rundowns. And, you know, obviously P.J. too. I, I think P.J. is another, you know, really smart, you know, underrated player. You know, he might not be as flashy as, you know, others, but I think he's a guy that you can really count on. I, I just, again... I go to 
some of the packages they use in terms of trying to get their best pass rushers on, you know, on certain plays when they go NASCAR packages with just nothing but defensive ends. And I, I'm just looking at the roster and I'm looking at the depth chart. And to me, the top three defensive backs you have, not, they don't play safety is Lattimore, Debo, Roby. Now again, if that's what he can do, wants to do, how you envision it, whatever. I'm just saying, if if right now is your backup to a Debo prior to the trade, well, this is an opportunity to put him on on the field. Man had six picks in this training camp. He looked good. You traded for him last year, thinking he'd be your starter at corner. So, uh, I'm just going common sense wise by that. Instead of having him sit on the sidelines, why not actually use him in the games? I'm not a coach, though. I only like to play one on the radios. The graph likes to say, meteorologist, coach, psychologist, sociologist. What else do I do? I have a handful of titles. When we come back, though, Jack Colada Jr. at Talk Colada is the way to give him a follow over on Twitter. He'll give his thoughts to what he's seen at practice. And, um, again, looking at the roster, his initial thoughts. That's right, I am Dr. Dr. Goosey Cat. Thank you. Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bed bugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. You can't get much for five bucks these days, unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink, all for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. Smart. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dick. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But we're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. Oh, big dog. 
talker, ain't you? A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. 998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation. Jack, busy. We'll get to him here shortly. That means callers. Segment is open. 800-998-1003. It is the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line, so feel free to chime in on that. It'll give me a second as well. I'll let you know the wait is almost over. It's next Thursday. You'll have the season opener in the NFL around. Little Sean McVay, how great he is. If you can stomach that, you can maybe stomach that because you may win some money. NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL to celebrate the return of football. DraftKings wants to hook you up. It's a can't-miss offer. That's what they're calling it, and you really can't. Bet $5 on any football team. Get $200 in free bets instantly. So you want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. This is not just new customers. Oh, this is everybody. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point, during that game, you get paid instantly. You've heard me use the, for instance, for some miraculous reason, all 11 Saints players on the opening kickoff fall. The Falcons run it back for a kickoff. They kick the extra point. They're up 7 nothing with 14.54 left in the game in the first quarter. Saints come back to win 35-7. You still win. Get what I'm getting at? At any point in the game, a team goes up 7. You win if you picked the team. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Please use the promo code LaRose so they will know that you heard it here, A. And B, it also hooks you up for $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. Use the code LaRose. 800-998-1003. Lee, what you got for us today, bud? Goosey, goosey, man. Because I I thought about this long and hard, man, after the news came down yesterday and the only thing I could come up with after everything, what they're putting out in the media and what they didn't say. I'm Here's my theory on what they didn't say. The, the, the sit-in, so to speak, sort of the holdout, the sit-in that CD News did in camp, I don't think it rubbed his, his veteran leaders on defense the right way. Because mm-hmm. I think Mario Davis Demario Davis and Cam Jordan, all them guys are like about, hey, get your money. But once you're here, you're here. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna hold out, hold out. Don't don't come here. But if you're gonna just come here and not participate, that's not setting a that's not setting a good example. I think that was the last straw. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that. That's why you're not hearing all the chirping. That 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 you know, because when. Uh, Mark Ingram left. Everybody, including me, was like, "What? He left for what? Did they overplay? He overplayed his hand? Did he overthink his value in the market?" And I'm like, "Dude, if you signed that contract with the Ravens, you could have stayed here with the team and got that." I, I you know, it, it's just one of them things where I just think there's a lot more that they're not saying that we could glean from it because, I, like you said, to a man, none of the veteran guys are chirping, and I think it's because. I think they made that move for the when when Dennis Allen said he made the move for the betterment of the team, mm-hmm. or maybe we don't see it's better for the team, but maybe it is because I just think that maybe that rubbed the rest of the guys the wrong way, and they probably didn't say nothing directly. This CD Deuce, 
or they probably said something to one of the coaches, you know? So I'm just saying, like, let's look at it. I'm looking at it from that standpoint because the Saints don't make moves um, for no reason. Like, they make every, every move that they make, they're making it for a reason. We might not see it out front, even like the deal to keep Trey Quan Smith. Maybe in the back of their mind, they felt like, you know what, Traquan's offering us enough to take to, to put it, protect him on the 53 and merit. We don't think nobody's going to pick him up so we can bring him back. So I think that's what, what it was. They, all along, they want to keep Traquan and they want to keep Kurt Merritt. Right. So I think they, they made that strategic decision to cut Merritt and tell him, look, dude, you're giving us the playbook now, buddy. This time tomorrow at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, we're going to give it right back to you. Yeah. So just, yeah. You know, well, I mean, he's been signed time. to the practice squad. Dejon Dixon has as well. So uh, per various reports, including Nick Underhill from New Orleans. Football. Lee, i got to get to Jack as uh, he is wrapped All up. Right. So I will get to him. But, no, I hear you, man. Like I said, I think it comes down to trust on a couple of different levels, right? Did the team trust him? And now as a fan base, do you trust what Dennis Allen and the rest of the team is doing with the decision-making process? Lee, thank you. Jack, that brings me to you. As yesterday, you heard DeMario Davis say that he does trust the team and the decisions that they make. He was one of those leaders. Tyron Matthew, you would think, is going to be a leader on this team. He spoke as well yesterday. They seem to be very comfortable with the depth they have. They understand that decisions sometimes are tough in the league, though. Yeah, Gus, uh, good to join you again. Hope all is well with you. Um, as far as Demario Davis's answer to that question goes, uh, look, I think it just shows his, his leadership and um, his ability to kind of turn the page and mm-hmm. to move on to the next day. And yesterday you could sense from both Demario and Tyron Matthew – uh, that, you know, they weren't the happiest campers, right? I mean, they're not gonna, they're not gonna come in smiling about the fact that they lost a friend and a teammate and, uh, uh, you know, an electric, uh, guy in the locker room, a guy who brings out the energy, a young guy who kind of, you know, is, is among older guys. It's just like when you go out to a bar and you got, you know, a, a guy who just graduated from college, he's gonna, He's gonna he's gonna buy everybody's first round of shots or make everybody buy the first round, you know, so that, that you can get the night going. And uh, mm-hmm. I think C.J. Gardner Johnson was was that guy for the Saints, and ultimately it didn't work out. But um, I think Demario's point uh, by saying that they're gonna be okay and that you know he trusts the organization is basically saying, look, I trust the other ten guys who are gonna be on the field alongside me, and gotcha. that won't include. Uh, CD Deuce, it's going to include TJ Williams. It's going to include Bradley Roby and, and Elante Taylor coming in in some rotations, but also Marcus May and Tyron Matthew um, protecting the deep passes. So I uh, I respect what, what Demario Davis had to say and um, look forward to, to seeing the defense continue to thrive um, in 11 days against the Falcons. Jack, you were there. I talk a lot as the way to follow Jack over on Twitter, Brew Crew Media. I think one of the things that you've seen in practice, too, is that depth of that secondary that everyone spoke about yesterday. Yeah. You know, throw in Justin Evans. I know Nick Underhill said it. You know, he could envision him possibly also maybe doing the slot. So you you name some players. I've named some players. That's a lot of different players. At least the Saints aren't in that position where you're going, oh, man, who's going to play? And, again, Jack, at the end of the day, 
I'm not diminishing. It's the slot corner. This isn't last year where you were, who's going to right. start opposite of Marshawn Lattimore, the number two corner. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Who's the middle linebacker? Who's the right, right. defensive the end? Right. Who's the, who's the starting linebacker. safety? Again, th- those are, I'm yeah. not diminishing the slot, but right. on the hierarchy of a defense, I, I wouldn't say that's, you know, in the top five. They, they make plays. They're key, but. We'd be freaking out if we didn't know who the defensive end, the middle linebacker, or the starting safeties were right now. Yeah, and I mean, look, as any of your listeners may know, and as any of the people who who follow, you know, some of my content and some of our live shows know. I mean, look, this is my first time, um, you know, covering a full off season and really looking at the ins and outs of the the stuff on paper, not just the, the things that we see on the field, but the the position groups, the depth charts, the cuts that need to be made, the, the assistant coaches like, um, you know, Ryan Nielsen and, and uh, Richard, who um, are going to monitor kind of this defensive rotation, you know, decisions. And so one thing I will add to what you said, Gus, is like, you know, <laughs> the depth that we have on defense, I saw somebody comment on a post I made yesterday you know, saying our, our our secondary just got so much worse. And look, did it get worse than it was the day before mm-hmm. because we lost C.J. Gardner-Johnson? Absolutely. But as far as the production in the field and compared to last year, we are equally or way better than we were in the secondary last year. And you mentioned Justin Evans, who came from Tampa Bay. Right. You also, the one guy we haven't mentioned, is Daniel Sorensen? I know. I know a lot of guys think maybe you know he's a little he's a little washed up. He obviously is a little older and and more experienced and may not be as fast as some of these these rookie guys and you know as Tyron Matthew is. But at the end of the day, you got a guy from Tampa Bay, Justin Evans, Tampa Bay, a winning program, a team that's won the Super Bowl, uh, and, and a guy from Kansas City, both Sorensen and Tyron Matthew, who is obviously. Uh, the Chiefs being a, a winning franchise. And so I think having that experience, even though those guys might not even play a snap in game one, is really important. And I think we're just fine in the, in the secondary and on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. The linebackers are really my, my big concern, if there yeah. is one. So when you take a look at the first 53, Jack, as everyone is calling it right now, uh, you know, again, I, I would probably say the, the other – Question, and again, Kirk Merritt, per reports, uh, that he has been signed to the practice squad along with Ajon Dixon, but people can't seem to think that Traquan Smith lives again here. Why, why do you think so many people are hard on him? Or more importantly, I guess the question is, why do you think the team's so strong on him? Why do I think the team's so strong on, on Traquan? Yeah. Um, I think because he's trustworthy in, in a way. I mean, look. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to explain or, or you know, defend uh, the trustworthiness, if that's a word, of, of any wide receiver that was playing last season because, as we all know, Saints fans or not, our receiving position was a struggle last year. And obviously that is completely flipped, completely turned the page. Three new guys or two new guys in Jarvis and Olave and – one newer, healthier Michael Thomas that we hope will be on the field for the first play game one against the Falcons. But look, 
Traquan Smith, at the same time, everybody was depending on Marquez Callaway to be a guy who could, you know, come out of nowhere and, you know, step into that wide receiver one role. And that yeah. just really wasn't his role. He, I think he works better in a multiple wide receiver set. But I also know that Traquan Smith was dependent, even with the four quarterbacks that we went through, to catch balls over the middle, to catch a couple of touchdown passes, to run good routes. And he's worked in this Pete Carmichael system. So that's why I say he's trustworthy sure. in the sense of worth staying on the team for, for now and, and working with this, this high-quality wide receiver group. Loved what you guys did uh, with the menu, essentially, on, on what you thought the, fir- yeah. the, the the 53 would be. Very creative on that. Any surprises, Jack, when, when you take a look at it? And again, I, 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 we all keep saying now the first 53 because, like, obviously, Penning – you know, is going to eventually be on there and things I mean, of that things nature. can change. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What do you see? I mean, look, look, my my big one, and I said this yesterday on our show with uh, with John Hendricks, um, my big thing, and look, I, to be honest with you, I haven't checked Twitter, so maybe he's already on another practice squad. I don't know if we signed him yet, but maybe you can tell me, Gus, but my big surprise and the guy I wish would be on this original 53 or initial 53 is Eric Wilson. I thought he had a great yeah, camp. I, agree. I thought he played great at practice. I thought he, regardless of stats, I think he had four tackles. I think he led the team. Um, and he said it in the post game presser in, in game three of the preseason. I thought I was watching him every time he was on the field. And he just seems like a guy who's ready to take the next step, come in if Pete Werner were to go down, come in if Demario Davis needs a rest for whatever reason. You know, come in and play a weak side or strong side linebacker if they need a three linebacker system for whatever reason, goal line play, whatever it may be, special teams. I mean, Eric Wilson was the one guy that I said, damn, I, I wish that he was on the roster. And obviously, I think he would replace Zach Bond if I had to pick. I have not seen any reports that he is back yet, but that could still be happening. You could be looking for. The right situation and spot at that point. I'm with you. Look, yeah. I, I think if I had to summarize yesterday's feelings, CD, Traquan, and Zach Bond. I, Saints fans have, <laughs> are wondering why he's still on the team. Again, I don't have any personal yeah. say in it. I'm just saying, judging my commentary, people like Wilson, people like, hey, that, that guy can play. Bond's still on the team. Traquan's still on the team. So look, I, I think we'll say this and we'll wrap up Jack with this. I still yeah. think no matter what happened with the cuts and the trade made yesterday, I still think the Saints are a good football team, and I think that's key for Saints fans to kind of understand, right? Yeah, and look, I just want to quickly follow up. Zach Bond, like Dennis Allen spoke about this, this is the toughest week of the year when you have to make roster cuts. It's not personal, it's business. And Zach Bond, just like all these guys, Dennis Allen said this, he knows how hard they've worked. Um, and, and how good they are, regardless of whether they make the team. So Zach Vaughn, it's, it's nothing personal. It's just if you put Zach Vaughn and his numbers and his abilities and his ceiling on the, on the table next to Eric Wilson, I would just choose Eric Wilson. It's nothing against Eric, uh, Zach Vaughn. It's just that I think Eric Wilson could do more given the opportunity. And so, um, yeah, the Saints are still in a, in a good spot. I like where we are. And, shoot, man, 10 days away pretty crazy 10 or 11 yeah yeah it's crazy when you think about it from that perspective man jack colada uh, boot crew media jack colada jr go give him a follow on twitter at 
Talk Coladas. The way to do that as well. We'll speak on Wednesday, sir. Thank you for fitting us in. Appreciate the time. Thank you, Oscar. Yeah, for sure. Quick break. We come back. We'll recap with the professor. Our question of the day go over some commentary. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. The other day, my friend said he saw a mosquito the size of a pool dew out near Dulac. Now, he may be exaggerating, but mosquitoes are back and swarming up and down the bayou. If you need help with mosquito control, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They have a number of ways to protect you from those blood-sucking mosquitoes. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here for you. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with state bank and trust companies' online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. And Mr. Professor, 318 is the way to give him a follow over on social media, all the different platforms. Watch him take the bumps, the hits, the training, and also will give us our question of the day, sir. What you got, what you got today? Question of the day from The Sports Hangover. What do you think of the final 53-man roster, and do you approve of all the cuts? Is there anything that you don't agree with? Give us a call on the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line at 800-998-1003. That's 800-998-1003, the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. Is there anything that you don't agree with as far as cut day yesterday in the NFL? Yeah, um... I think it, we talked about it at the beginning of the show too about it um, being emotional. I think for a lot of people, just because you follow the storylines and you kind of you know hope it and and wonder if, if some of these guys that turn out to be good stories make it or not, Nick. And I think one of the things that you know we saw here locally too it's 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 rare that you have you know two players 
with local ties like Dejon Dixon and, and Kirk Merritt. And I think people are rooting for him for different reasons, but all together to kind of see if they could do anything. And I thought the very beginning when I saw that he signed as an undrafted rookie free agent and Deshaun Dixon and followed him obviously with the Colonels here in our station. I mean, it, he, he did about as much as you could at, at a school over there. And you heard Tim Rebo yesterday speak so highly about him. Look, you can't replace him. I think was what he said. And, and to see him, and it is, it, it is an earning of getting a spot on the practice squad, right? Same thing I would say with Merritt. I, I know there's disappointment to get on the final 53, but getting on that practice squad, Nick, you, Last year, Sean Payton famously said, hey, look, if you're in this building, whether you're a 53-er or a practice squatter, you're going to probably play at some point in the season. And I'm sure those that aren't in the building today would probably feel the same way, right? So congrats to those two guys. Yeah. I mean, if you can get on the team in any way, shape, or form, you would think that eventually you're going to play. Injuries happen. Guys can't play for whatever reason. You get caught up from the practice squad. You get to dress out on Sunday. You get the opportunity to play. You know, just being on the team in any way, shape, or form gives you that opportunity to get in there and play. Now, you have some guys like you've claimed for Ian Book that get signed for other reasons, maybe nefarious reasons, maybe intel on another team, that kind of thing. But it's 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 a hard day. In the NFL, and you heard some of the guys talk about it yesterday. You heard uh, uh Davis talk about it, where he said, "You know, you share a locker room with these guys. You 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 build a camaraderie with them. So when you when they leave for whatever reason, whether it's the, it's the roster cut during the preseason, or if you get traded like CD Deuce, it, it's hard for that for players in that locker room to be to lose players." Because they're still human beings at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's just a tough day all the way around, uh, for players. And, you know, it's, it's fortunate when you get picked up off of the waiver wire, when guys get the opportunity to possibly go play for somebody else, get a shot to go and play for another team. But at the end of the day, you just, you know, you don't want to lose a guy from your locker room, but it's some day for, for some folks is a good, change of pace and a place to get, uh, go somewhere different like uh, Tanner Owen, the tackle from uh, that got cut from the Bills during the preseason. Right. He just got picked up by the Saints. So, you know, that goes to, you know, the offensive line help that the New Orleans Saints need because of injuries like Trevor Penny. But it's, you know, it, it can be – it's a double-edged sword on roster cut day. I think one of the things as well to, to bring up, and I thought Scott brought it up, in our number one trust, you know, and it's kind of that, that, that double-edged sword and that fine line. We love the, the energy. We love the demeanor. We love the getting under other skin. It's sort of like if Dennis Rodman or Boogie was on your team, right? When they're not on your team, they can sort of go the other way and you just kind of wonder, you know, again, it's, it's one of those things where you just, you hope it works this time where the other guy gets tossed out of the game for throwing a punch. You hope it works this time where the 15 yarder kind of comes out. I think that's kind of one of the things with him when you look at it. I've seen some people mention it and, and argue previously to yesterday about just how really good is Chauncey as a football player, tackler, PBUs, interceptions, coverage, things of that nature. And like, was he that far and above anybody else that could play in that position? I, I think we've spent the large amount of time when we speak about him, Nick, 
is quote unquote the intangibles or I guess the things that you see that are non football related in terms of playmaking, or do you think when you look at him, he's a guy that look, nobody else on that team can kind of cover like he does. No one else on that team can sort of, you know, hit with the stick and things of that nature like that. Because I, I think that does matter then on the decisions that were made. Mm-hmm. It's you don't want to lose a guy like CD Deuce. It's hard. Like it's a business decision at the end of the day because it wasn't because of performance. It wasn't because he wasn't hustling. It wasn't because he wasn't a locker room guy. It's because they couldn't pay him the money that he wanted to, uh, that he wanted. And they ended up having to move him. So he ended up having to go somewhere else where he could possibly get the money that he's looking for. And teams are put in that situation, no matter the sport, all the time where you have a guy that you're in contract negotiation with. At the end of the day, they stall. You're never going to come to an impasse. So you say, okay, what can we get in return for this guy? The way the, way the situation worked out in San Francisco with Jimmy G was fortunate for all parties involved. Jimmy ended up taking the cut so he could stay there. The only thing, person that doesn't work out is Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Because now you're looking at Trey Lance saying, if you don't perform, we got this guy right here that took us to the Super Bowl. So you better go out there and do your thing. For the Saints, it was it was a contract move where we can't pay you, we're going to trade you. And, you know, it's hard. It's difficult because the guys in the locker room become friends. They get that, again, they get that camaraderie with mm-hmm. each other. They begin to gel together in the Saints defense, especially because of how good they were looking to be with him as a part of that squad. But at the end of the day, and, and Demario Davis said it best, it's next man up. It's next man up business. He's gone now. Okay, who's going to step up and take his place, pick up that slack, and make us the defense that we were touted to be coming into this season? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I still think they're a good football team. Um, but, again, it, it is interesting to see the relationship fans had with, with C.D. Deuce. Mr. Professor, yeah. I will chat with you again in about 45 minutes. We'll do our shot of the day and wrap up our Wednesday show. This wraps up Hour 2 when we come back. Open phone lines. Love to hear from you here as well. Your thoughts on the roster. Again, good news if you're fans of Kirk Merritt and Dejon Dixon. Apparently signed to the Saints practice squad. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New York. A man walks down the street. He says, why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention. A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization.